0: hey guys welcome to another episode of more than a podcast with your host James as always here to give you guys more of the greatness this is podcast episode number 145 and we got a good show for you today so we're gonna jump right in as usual uh, shout out to how I am getting this show done today uh, it is with a new toy of mine uh, it's called the remarkable 2 and it is a digital uh note taking um uh hardware that i bought like about a week ago and man this thing is like actually really really cool um because you know i take i take show notes and you know other various notes in order to just kind of function through my day but it's so funny because usually the notes that i take are in different mediums different places just all spread out but with the remarkable two i'm able to keep everything where it needs to be um accessible as i need it and it's just this is this is the first time i'm actually using it on the show i'm literally using show notes i mean before it was a drag because i'd have to have my phone out or you know whatever i needed to do in order to make it work but um This seems to be the most functional way uh, to get the information across. So, yeah, shout out to uh, the remarkable team for making that possible. Um, But, yeah, we're going to jump right into this episode. Really good stuff today. Uh, We're going to talk about um, something that happened a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I never got a chance to talk about it, so I wanted to react because I'm somebody who was heavily invested in uh, the said topic, which is Google Stadia. Uh, Google has announced that they are canceling the Stadia service and that transition should be complete by January, 2023. Um, This comes as no surprise to a lot of people. I know a lot of people who thought that uh, Stadia was dead in the water when it, when it released. Um, I was not uh, of that um, opinion. You know, I was very, very supportive of uh stadia when and i believe it was originally announced in 2020 um and yeah i was highly excited i mean it was really funny because i i still remember that in in its initial announcement i assumed that they would have like an actual console or something so i'm like oh my gosh google's actually going to make hardware to compete with you know the likes of microsoft nintendo and sony and you know when, when when it became evident that they were, you know, going in a different direction, they were going to do, you know, uh, cloud gaming and, you know, all the stuff that they put out conceptually as what they wanted the service to be, I mean, it sounded amazing. Like, I was loving – I remember some of the standout uh, stuff that they were talking about where they were saying, like, um, you could – you know, YouTube would be integrated in such a way where you could be watching somebody live stream uh, a particular game. Like if they were, uh, I don't know, maybe they were doing a Call of Duty match, um, which I don't think Call of Duty's ever been on Stadia, but bad example. <laughs> but, you know, like basically, if it was something that ties into multiplayer from YouTube, you could just be like, I want in. And there, you know, if, as long as you had the Stadia service, you'd be able to. Uh, tap into the game and, and just play seamlessly. Um, and I was really excited for that when I was like, dude, they you know, like I already like YouTube. I love thumbing through YouTube more than I love thumbing through things like TikTok or whatever. Um, but that would have really put me in a place where, you know, I could basically play more inclusively. Um, and I was just, you know, I was just excited for the potential. And I remember uh, one of the other things was um, I remember them uh, talking about the potential of like you playing games like platformers or something, and maybe you've died a couple of times and they would have an integration where it could show you like, uh, like you could push, like, you know, they had like a home button or as they call it, the stadia button. And you would be able to uh, uh, populate people who were, who were in that very moment in the game. And it would like show you YouTube highlights of people's let's plays and, and, uh, playthroughs and speed runs so that you could have a better idea on how you can get beyond that point. And I thought that was pretty nifty too. So, you know, it was, it was a lot of stuff that I was really excited about as far as stadia. And to be quite honest, I did invest a lot of time, um, a little bit of money, you know, I did buy a few games, uh, that I chose to play exclusively uh, through their medium. That's the place where I played and completed Cyberpunk 2077. Um, That's the place where I played and completed um, Resident Evil Village. Uh, That's where I uh, decided to get Baldur's Gate 3. That's where I decided to get Humankind. Um, You know, and outside of the mini games that I actually invested my money into, I thought they had a pretty good uh, a pretty good setup as far as like how they incentivize your participation, because, you know, every month, like a lot of the, uh, you know, plus services with uh, the other platforms, they gave you a bunch of games. Now, I will say that nothing could ever be as comparable as the accessibility uh, that you get with uh, with like Game Pass like that is like far and away one of the best services where you are allowed to play top tier games for free a lot of what they gave you on stadia was just kind of like blow-offs from a few years ago or just something that you might have been interested in but not really and you know it it was what it was but it did substantiate your library so you know if you stayed committed to the cause it was just kind of like well i don't just got four games that i bought i actually got like 20 something because i've been here for a few months and they've been giving me four games every month um so there was there was that. But to be quite honest, like I'm I'm not even I'm not even kidding you. Like after a while, I just I don't know. There was something in me where I just said, you know what? I, I, I think I just would prefer not to do this anymore. And I and I actually bowed out like a year ago. I bowed out a year ago. Um, I think the last game. I bought. Actually, it wouldn't have been a year ago because the last game I purchased and played uh, was Humankind, um, and it was so crazy because I think what angered me, and and this this is um, nothing to do with Stadia, but it didn't help that I was playing it through Stadia was the um, the accessibility to Baldur's Gate three. That was one thing I was super upset because it was kind of like um, you know they were it, it was it's constantly in beta. I don't know if they've closed it out yet and they've actually, you know, declared it a a full game yet. I think they're still actively working on it. Um, but I, I know there was this one point. I think it's when they introduced the Druids and then all of my save data. And I'm, and, and I, I think they did give me like a warning or something that if I, that if I wanted to keep the data, that I could do this, that, and the third, but not being as integrated into, um, the you know google stadia as i probably should have been i actually lost that opportunity so from that point i was like i was done i was like yeah i i I don't think i could do this you know um i did play a little bit of uh destiny over there um you know i i i gave it the college try and i and i know i said that online i told a lot of people that i used to push really hard for it um there were you know, there were a few hiccups as far as the service in itself where I thought they could have done a lot better um because you know when you take the directions that they decided to go and you couple them with where they ultimately ended up, you you know it's almost like a it was almost like a foregone conclusion because when they announced, I think it was a year and a half ago that they were shutting down. The first party studio that they announced they you know they used to help launch stadia to be a substantial you know uh, service for people. that was like, yo, I I really kind of wanted to see what they could come up with. I really was interested in that um, and so like yeah that that was one thing. The other thing um, that really was bothersome was that and this this is how I knew that it wasn't gonna be good because uh for a lot of the games that they were releasing, you know, day and date with other consoles and stuff, they, they their pre-order incentive was we'll give you we'll give you a controller. It's like I don't need another controller. I've already got the initial one that I you know that I got when I did this the first time. And if I am going to get another controller, at least let me pick the the choice of controller I want because that was something cool that they did. They had, like, a few different colors of controllers. So that was awesome. But, you know, you, you tell me I pre-order a game, and I've done that, like, more than three times, and each time I got to get the the white version of the controller, that's no bueno. That's not what I want. Let me have a choice. And they never let people have a choice, and I think that was something that was also to their detriment because it just showed that they truly weren't listening. They were just trying to incentivize people um, in the most, you know, the, the most ground the most grounded way that they possibly could without giving much back. They just wanted you to give as much of your time and effort uh, into that. And it just didn't pan out for them. to be quite honest. It didn't pan out by, by the time they, by the time they announced that they were done, I had already moved on to playing the majority of titles um, on the valve steam deck. So you know, that was a transition in itself that I willingly took. And I wasn't, and, and even, even as I got my Steam Deck, right, and I'm able to integrate everything from the Epic Game Store to EA Origin, I could do whatever I want on that thing. And I never once thought to play Stadia on my Steam Deck. I just did not. I never once thought about it. I said, I really just don't care about this. And I think the other thing that really just made it, cumbersome in a way is that it is again like you you know you got all these components you know you had to get these google chrome uh uh things that you had to plug into your tv and it was just all this stuff and it was just it was just too much you know it was just too much it was like you know for for all the bells and whistles that it takes in order to get this thing to function you might as well have just released a console you know and I and I and I agree with a lot of people who, you know, I, I think one of the major arguments was that, you know, you you need a really, really good Internet in order to play um, Stadia and have it be, you know, as seamless as playing on a console. Now, I'll be very, very real with you. I spent a majority of my time playing Stadia, you know, um, over relatives house who have better Internet than I did. Um, a lot of times I will play at work because we have pretty substantial internet. I was able to get some gaming done even at Starbucks, believe it or not. And I did a lot of mobile hotspot, um, uh, wifi there. So I, I, you know, and again, I've completed cyberpunk 2077 over there. I completed village over there. Um, I've completed, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey over there. You know, I, have gone through a good number of really great games, but You know, as they've announced that they are they are shutting this down, you know, you know, the only thing I could think about was all of the times that I've ever invested in in ideas that Google has had that they have just pulled the rug from under you. This is this is what they do. This is what Google does. You know, I don't think that there's anybody who particularly likes Google so much as they feel they just have to use google it's just what we do it's the norm it's like going to burger king and asking for a happy meal you just do it because because the happy meal is just the standard you know what i mean so no matter where you go that's what you're going to ask for you're going to you know your kid gets a scrape you're going to get a band-aid right but did you know that that's the brand of the freaking uh uh you know the uh, the freaking thing that i I don't even know what to call it you just call it a damn band-aid so yeah so when you want to search something online you say google it you don't say yahoo search it you don't say aol search it you just say google it right so they've been the standard for so long and we're just willing to accept that much but everything that they attempt to do outside of that they just pull the rug from under you even in hardware like i remember when they did the uh, Google Nexus phone, I remember that was like a huge phone. I was super excited about that. Went out and got that. Then they nixed that whole thing. Then they came out with their first seven seven-inch tablet, and I was super excited about that. Went out and got that. They stopped supporting that thing. You know, it's like, it's like Google is just known for just not giving a crap about the consumers of their products, you know, and, and the believers of their ideas. You know, I remember Google Wave back when that was like a thing I remember Google plus back when that was like a thing like I used to invest my time just trying to solidify the idea that those things were good and they and you know I I would have honestly we could have been third tier the entire time we could still be third tier now and I wouldn't give a crap because I would just invest in the idea that I chose that would just be something that I would put myself through but all they all they've ever done from years past is just prove that they don't care about the consumer investment. Because if you're not buying it or investing into their ideas like gangbusters, then they're just gonna inevitably quit it. That's just what they're gonna do. That's just always gonna be the case and you just might as well just settle with that. Google sucks, right? But what are they but but they don't suck too bad because here's what they're gonna do as far as stadia. So with Google Stadia, they realized that some people have invested, like myself, into the program. They're going to refund everything. If you bought controllers, you're getting your money back. If you bought games, you're getting your money back. If you bought DLC, you're getting your money back. You're getting your money back in any way that you spent money that went through Google. You're getting it all back. Now, some of the publishers of these games don't really like that because you know uh, that would involve their cut needing to come back to the consumer, and can they really uh, can they really count on uh, the person who bought you know Assassin's Creed Odyssey over here to come back and buy it somewhere else? They they can't. So what some of these publishers are doing is they're trying to uh, they're trying to curtail this this uh, this Google incentive by saying, hey, instead of us giving you your money back, we'll just give you like a voucher so that you can go and transition your game to another medium. But I think that's going to be more work than it needs to be. And I think they should just focus on just giving everybody their money back, period, point blank, no ifs, ands or buts. It should just be. Everybody gets paid back and we're done. That simple, right? And they say that this should all be done. They say everybody should be refunded by January 2023. Period. So, I'm with it. I, I I'm I'm with that. Um, you know, like I bought some stuff. I don't think I bought a lot. I think the only thing that I'm really worried about, and I and I know I I've, I've heard rumblings that uh, Bungie is trying to come up with some kind of uh program to help revert people like myself who have transitioned their guardians to Stadia or people who started their guardians with Stadia and they want to you know migrate to something that is more beneficial to them so they're working on something that that's going to help with that um to be quite honest I'm not as invested in my guardian on uh, Destiny Two. I mean, it's a it's a hit or miss or whatever. So if I lost my Guardian, I'm not really crying about it. But uh, at the end of the day, it would be nice if I could just you know uh take it back. You know, cause I, cause my Guardian came from, from PlayStation from Sony. Um, but I think at this point, I'll just transition it to uh to Valve. I'll just put it on Steam. Um, and hopefully uh Steam or or, or Valve. I keep calling Steam Steam like that's the company. Um. hopefully Valve and Bungie can work something out because cause one of the biggest detriments to playing the Steam Deck and this isn't a transition of topics it's just something real quick you know one of the things that's been really really hard to deal with has been um, their inability to uh, find a solution with these uh, anti-cheat programs that some of these games have which don't allow those games to work on the Steam Deck and then just you know publishers that blatantly are saying we just don't want we just don't want our game on that platform we just don't want it on there and that's Bungie's whole thing Bungie is Bungie will straight up ban you if you if they find out you're playing from a Steam Deck they will just ban you straight up no ifs ands or buts about it so so yeah um Stadia is done uh and it, it's it's sad. And, and to be quite honest, I'm, you know, I'm at this point now that the next time Google decides to come up with a big idea, I'm literally rolling my eyes and walking the other way. They're not getting my time. They're not getting my money. They're not getting anything from me, not even an opinion about what they should or shouldn't do, because I'm telling them now they should just quit. Um, man. Got some new releases that are coming out really, really soon. Next week, I think about five days, um, we're going to get Persona 5 Royal finally coming to the Switch and PC. And I am highly excited. I haven't played Persona 5 since the original dropped, and I didn't beat the original. I got as far—I think at this point I had every everybody from the main party— yeah i believe i had everybody um and i never completed the game because um reasons i don't know (laughs) but then they came out with royal and i remember them coming out with royal and i was just i just kept thinking i don't know if i want to rebuy that game i really didn't have to because i had the um because i have it digitally i believe and so yeah i and but i heard like there were New characters, new uh, new uh, scenarios to play through, all this other stuff, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know," um, but I always told myself in the back of my head, "If I do get it again, um, it'll be far and away from the last time I've experienced this game as a whole." And and it's been about what two, three years since I played Persona Five, the original one. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm absolutely ready because I think at this point, I can go in to Royal with fresh eyes and not really be concerned with what I remember versus what I don't. I think it'll be, and that, that's what I feared the first time I was like, Oh my God, like do, will any of this correlate with what I experienced myself? Like now nah, I'm not even going to be worried about it now. So in five days I'll get the game and it'll all just be new to me and I'm going to just approach it as a new game. And I'm, I'm excited. And I, I think I'm really more excited for people because I'm going to get it on, uh, I'm going to get it on my steam deck. I, I need that. I need that to be I need it to be looking its best I need to I need to have it as as crispy and as just awesome as they can deliver it but I don't think that's gonna be any uh, less on the switch I think that's marvelous that they have been able to make that even happen. Um, and I'm excited for for switch fans i'm I'm really really excited that they're gonna get a chance you know if they haven't had a chance to ever experience persona four or five um even four I think four is like the best one in the entire series but this will be a really good chance for them to to experience a really magnificent uh Japanese RPG I mean I from what I from what I remember of the original one it's a great game and I am super hyped. Uh, to kind of forget everything that i know and just get it all started again it's going to be kind of crazy though because and and that's why like uh, like right now i'm uh trying to plow through deal field chronicles i'm trying to get a lot of that finished up because i haven't finished that game i'm pretty i'm pretty well into the game i think i still have a few characters to collect um but i did kind of take a little break on gaming so that i could focus on other things and yeah, I think this week is going to be dedicated to just kind of plowing through that through Dear Chronicles and uh when Persona comes, it's going to be nothing but that. I mean, it's just such a great game. I just I just love the style of those uh Atlas RPGs. I, I love like the micromanaging of like life responsibilities and going to school and chilling with friends and buying gifts and, you know, and fighting and all the other stuff in between it's just fun it's just fun and like i I, like i've made this argument so many times i just i think the camaraderie and the friendship aspect is a lot more robust in persona four um like i enjoyed i enjoyed the dynamic of the friends that that's in five i think five has has i think they have really good chemistry but i just i like I can like them as a group, as the Phantom Thieves. I think that's super awesome. But I can like the characters individually for their characteristics in 4. They're just great people individually and even better as a group. So, yeah, Persona 5, Royal coming out next week. Can't wait. Um, Man, oh, something I figured out yesterday sitting at my desk and I was kind of plowing through – Uh steam and it looks like valve has finally uh, released their steam deck dock so their official dock for the steam deck which in my opinion should have been an option to bundle with the um, with the actual console itself um, is finally available for uh, for those people who have adopted uh, the device and it's eighty nine dollars eighty nine dollars for the official doc and my question is is that worth it? I personally don't think it is. Um you know I think I think that with the dock from Valve, the official doc, um they've missed they've missed a window of opportunity because at this point I believe that most gamers Uh, who have a Steam Deck, have already uh, figured themselves around how they want to make their console more accessible, in turn making it, you know, uh, getting it on TV, having it uh, show up at the resolutions that they find, uh, applicable to to their enjoyment, and I think I think I think gamers have done that already. So to turn around and say, oh well, here's the official one. I don't think anybody's gonna adopt that outside of people who either haven't received their Steam Deck yet or are thinking to buy the Steam Deck, and then like I said, they'll just bundle it up with the purchase overall. I mean, I I went out and I bought um um I bought a the the company's called Anchor uh. A N K E R, I think it's like a Target brand. I don't know, um, or I could no? I think I bought it at Best Buy. But yeah, it's just it's. I mean, it's a HDMI dongle, and I and I got it on my monitor. And when I'm chilling, I plug that bad boy up, and you know, I bust. Out. I I think I think the only thing I can't do, but I have to check because I can't remember whether it did or didn't work. But I think I had difficulties playing wirelessly i don't think i was able to play play with a wireless controller while i had it quote unquote docked to this dongle um i could plug i could plug uh the controller up via usb but when it came to the wireless functionality, I don't think that I was able to to do that. So I'm going to have to check again. Maybe maybe that maybe the dock is something that they're going that, that that'll allow controllers to do better. I don't know what the technology is or, or how it's any different than, like I said, the dongle that I bought. But for me as a consumer, I spent a fraction of, you know, that ninety dollars is a lot of money. Um and yeah, I spent a fraction of that, and I still get, and, and I feel like I've gotten the functionality that I need to as a consumer, um, who plays the Steam Deck. So, yeah, is it worth it to you? I don't know. Maybe you can check it out. Uh, another new release, um, Scorn. Scorn has finally, uh, come out. Scorn uh, is a game, uh, first person horror. Walking simulator puzzle game. I think that's what I want to call it. Um, and yeah, it's finally out, and people are kind of mixed on it. Um, I've been looking at uh, looking at the game reviews on Steam, particularly. I I have watched some uh, popular YouTubers uh, respond to the game in their personal reviews, and it just seems like people aren't out and out enjoying the game. I think a lot of people are more confused about the game and what it offers. I think I think what it is is that a lot of gamers have had a heightened expectation of what Scorn was going to be. Um, I also think that possibly due to a lack of developer communication, maybe there are things that you know were committed to his ideas in the beginning that they haven't articulated either were manipulated uh, slightly or severely or just taken out completely like I don't think that people had a firm understanding on what they had been presented would come out versus what they ended up getting because I saw a lot of people online that were just upset and they were just saying like this is not the same game that I you know bought into the idea like you know, so many years ago, I can't believe this. Like, it looks great, looks amazing, but I just don't get it. You know, um, I've seen a lot of people saying the game's too short, um, and it's crazy because the game just came out, and I and I honestly, I think I think at this point, you can always tell when developers know that it's night, not quite what it seems, because the game's already on sale. The game came out the gate on sale. And 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 if you and if you're smart like I am, you can go to third party sources and get key codes for the games, and I can get those for I can get that for fifty percent off. And it's just and to me, to to have a new game come out, and it's already on the deepest discount. That is that to me is a reaction because because here's here's a consensus that I've I've seen expressed. Wait for a sale or wait until they add more content because what this is right now, it ain't it. People acknowledge it looks good. People acknowledge that the, the puzzle aspect is challenging and it's, you know, it's enjoyable, but it leaves you wanting. And, and there's just a lot of people who are just highly um, confused or disappointed. And I, I feel for them, you know? Um, I think for me, I was initially um, interested in in securing the game um, because I really was into the art style. I thought the art style was really, really cool. And to be quite honest, I thought, I believed that it was going to be more of a shooter um, than, you know, a walking simulator. But as I kept investing time to kind of look into the game and see, and I was like, yeah, it's a lot of slow walking. And it's a lot of figuring things out and stuff like that. Like I don't there, there's no emphasis on you know, um, you know, destroying monsters or beasts or whatever. So I just kind of stood a little to the side and just said, "Let me see how people react to this." And this is exactly what I'm getting. So I myself, like even even look, I even went to my discount site and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Is it even worth that much?" And I think that I'm gonna take the advice and I'm going to wait to see if the developer of this game pulls a No Man's Sky because I think cuz I think I honestly think that the uh, the reviews are going to switch from mixed to uh negative and they have to react. They have to react. Um I know it's really hard to manipulate a game per the narrative that you have woven but there has to be something that can incentivize the expectations of the majority of people who thought this was a different game. You know, even if all you do is come out and just explain your game or promise something that can come along the way to help pacify those people, like this is going to go bad. Um, Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see what happens. Cause I, cause I, I, I can't, I can't line myself up with the rest of the people when everybody else is just saying, I've done it for you. Don't waste your time. So that's scorn. So I don't know if you plan on investing in it. If you do and you enjoy it or you don't, let me know. Um, Last topic, I want to talk about another release, soon to be release coming out. And they're doing a lot of stuff in the ads, man. They are pushing their ad campaign to the T and that is Modern Warfare 2 and it looks good. I'm really upset though. I actually um actually paid to participate in the beta and I think I missed that whole thing. And I think right now um they're doing their thing that if you pre-order the game you can play like a, a whole week early, which is that's cool. And I think I think that would just be for more I think that would be more people plowing through the campaign so that they can focus on the multiplayer. But it looks like, it looks like they are truly returning the form. Um, You know, and and I, it's kind of funny because I'm actually thinking about this and I kind of squint my eyes looking to the side and saying, you know, they're, they're really just kind of riding on the popularity of one of their more popular main titles, which was, Modern Warfare 2 from back in the day. That was one of the best ones. Um, So I think a lot of people are kind of going into this one hoping that it could um, project some of that former glory. Um, But dude, I mean, they they are making me want to play Modern Warfare when I swore off Modern Warfare long, long ago. I think the last modern warfare game that i played was black ops 3 that was the last time that i willingly invested in a modern warfare game um and i never really ever played any of those zombie modes i know people went nuts for those zombie modes but i never invested in another modern warfare again and yeah this one really has my attention like really has my attention like i mean i feel like that kid who wants to tug at his mom's, you know, shirt and say, this is what I want for Christmas. Like, I, I really kind of think that I, I, I want to take some time and experience this game because I feel like this is going to be a huge release. I think this is going to be a big wave uh, for Activision. I, I really hope that, I mean, from what I've heard, from what i've heard from people who've played the beta um it's really really good it's really really good um and yeah i i mean i can only be so excited and, and i am excited i i am i am definitely a campaign person so i am 110 percent invested in doing that before anything else but i am very very excited for what the multiplayer aspect can offer um I've never been the best at multiplayer, but I do remember that when I was good at multiplayer, I was good at Modern Warfare 2. So maybe I it can sprinkle a little bit of luck into this release and I can get good again and uh, make some waves on the first person shooter scene. But what do you guys think? Uh, you guys waiting for any of these new releases, Modern Warfare 2, are you planning on picking up Scorn? Um, how are you feeling about Persona 5 Royal coming to the Switch and the PC? Um, do you think it's a good idea that Valve is finally releasing their uh Steam Deck Dock for $90 or is that a hard pass or, you know, for most consumers? And what's your thought on Google shutting Stadia down? Do you think they should do more for the people who have invested so much time and money into this medium? Uh, You guys can let me know. I am always on social media, mainly through Twitter. You can hit me up more. That's M-O-O-R-E-T-A podcast, and we can talk about any of these topics or anything that's on your mind that has to do with pop culture, video games, and anything else that you deem worthy. Well, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to get out of here. Your boy's hungry. Your boy hasn't eaten for a day and a half, and I'm starving, so I'm gonna go do that. But you guys, do me the favor as you've always done. You guys are great people. I enjoy all the people that I interact with, on a daily basis, and it really resonates with me that people are living the words that I speak um, every time I do this show. And I know that I'm not consistently putting these shows out. It's been a lot of things going on in my life, but we're gonna get things straightened out, we're gonna get things back on track, and we're gonna keep giving you guys more of the greatness. So, with that being said, you guys already know the drill. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.